Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to the Through Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through dating, school, and just life in general. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Through Faith Podcast for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Through Faith. And I'm Anali, the other co-host. And we're so excited that um, you're listening with us today and we're just really thankful that you're here. Whatever reason, whatever reason God sent you to listen to this episode, we are so glad that you did and we hope that you don't stop now. We hope that you listen to the whole thing because we have so much... um, there's so much advice that Ms. Sanders has to give um, on everything, and at the end, Manali and I kind of go through our, um, what, what did I call it? <laughs> like, the ways God's working in our yes, lives. Yes, like just kind of without being like too personal, obviously, but we feel like it's better to let you guys know like you're not alone, like we face struggles too, we face um, different things um, along with you guys, so mm-hmm. Yeah, but if this is your first time listening, I'll let Manali just kind of give you a short little rundown of who we are, what we're about, and yeah. Yeah, so Hannah and I have been friends for about 10 years. Um, We have grown up from elementary school up until now we are in college, and we have endured many different seasons of lives. Seasons of life. (laughs) (laughs) Seasons of life. (laughs) And um, through that, God has also had us walk through the same seasons of life together. Mm-hmm. So usually if one's going through something, one, the other one is also going through the same thing at the yeah. same time. And um, through that, we've been able to learn a lot from each other and learn a lot from God um, using each other's experiences. And um, that's why we created our podcast. And so our first season is talking about um, a lot of general Christian topics like how to wait, and um, fruit of the Spirit might be in the first. I think that one's in the second one. But um, we have general Christian topics as well as uh, relationships and how to date with God in the center of your relationship as well. And this podcast has been a huge blessing to us. (laughs) We talked about that a long time, like on the phone with Miss Sanders too. But Mm -hmm. um, we keep saying this. We haven't said who our guest is. If you haven't heard it by now, our special guest is our high school teacher. Um, Manali and I both had her our freshman year. Um, And the reason that we decided to have her on here is because she wasn't, really only a teacher she was more of like like I used to call her like my school mom because Mm -hmm. she really was like you know Manali and I have said in our testimonies like for a long time it was just me and her like just me and Manali and you know we kind of didn't participate in a lot of things that a lot of high schoolers or middle schoolers really participate in so um we would go to her classroom and we would literally like eat lunch in there alone like with her and she would mentor us and give us um just amazing like Christian advice and we're so grateful for that so just kind of growing up with her for like what four years because mm-hmm. I had her for a few classes my junior and senior year and did you have her for I just had her for freshman year? freshman year but um but yeah we were we were in her classroom pretty much all the time and she doesn't she doesn't really know this but she is a very big reason um that I decided to become a teacher myself is because um I looked up to her a lot and I saw like the advice that she could give me and the role model she was for me and I decided I was like that's that's what I want to do like that's why I want to teach high school or college age kids one day like I want to be that person for somebody and like she definitely lives out her purpose through um the job that she enjoys and that's what that's what I want to do too (laughs) hopefully Mm -hmm. one day if God doesn't have other plans (laughs) which (laughs) He usually always does, which is great. But, um, but yeah, she has a lot of advice to give, and we really, really enjoyed recording this episode. Um, but, yeah, so we'll go ahead and get started with our question of the week, and it's Manali's turn this time to do the question of the week. So what is it? <laughs> I don't know so, what it is. <laughs> I've seen it all over TikTok this week, mm-hmm. and the question of the week is, are there more doors or windows? Oh, my oh, wait, Doors or wheels in the world? <laughs> Okay, I have seen that everywhere, and it, it's gotten on my nerves because I don't know what it means. Like, what is it asking? Like, do you think in the entire world that there are more doors or more wheels? 
and why? Oh. <laughs> because I feel okay, like Okay, well, I'm going to say, oh gosh. Um, it's hard. I feel like I would say doors. But you know, you, you can go so many different ways <laughs> with this answer. Because if you're a deep thinker like me, I'm like, well, God opens doors in the world. <laughs> like, for your life. Um, and like, if you're thinking about a car, like, there's four doors. And then you have doors in a house. And there's not tires or wheel or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That hurts my brain to think. That's oh what I thought, too. I thought doors, too. But yeah. whenever I was, like, looking at it and stuff, people were like... Oh, well, okay, yeah, there's, like, four wheels and four Mm. doors on a car, but steering wheels count, too. So, I was like, Uh, okay, well, steering wheels count. And then they were like, well, (laughs) the wheels and the microwaves count, too. I was like, well, wait. Microwave? Wait, what? You know the little plate in the microwave? Yeah, that spins? Spins on wheels. No. Three. What? And there's only one door, so I was like, there's (laughs) no way. There's more doors than wheels. This is how you know that we as a generation have too much stuff on our hands. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to think about that some more, I feel like. like it oh it just blows your mind. But also, yeah, like, if you think even more about it, Legos make a lot of wheels. Wheels? Because wheels, because they got little cars that they drive stuff around. And Hot Wheels. Legos? Wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the Legos. I don't know. That's just what people were saying. Wheel, Lego wheels. wheels. For, like, little cars that they make. We were girls. We didn't play with Legos. Girls had Legos. I see them all the time. I mean, well, I now they do. Did. They didn't whenever we were oh, younger. Oh, that's true. That's true. We had Polly Pockets and... Squinkies and... <gasps> I loved Squinkies. I did, too. <laughs> Squinkies were great. Yep. No, yeah, I didn't really play with Legos or anything. I that was more, either. I guess, like a boy thing. Yeah. They hurt to step on, though. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I still stand by my answer of doors, I think. So, was your answer wheels? Wheels. Wheels. Well, let us know, guys, what what you think. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we are going to go ahead and get started with this episode. Okay, guys. So, we are going to go ahead and get started. So, like we said earlier, we have our um, former high school teacher, Miss Sanders, here with us. Miss Sanders, if you want to say hi. Hello, guys. And she was such a role model for us, not only a teacher, but like I said, a role model. And she, um, we think she has some really good advice to give you guys. So we're pretty much just going to jump right in. So our first question we have is um, just tell us your story. Like, who are you? What are you about? Um, How you came to know the Lord? Um, Just pretty much everything like that. So we'll go ahead and let you take over. Okay, well, my name's Alicia Sanders. I actually turned 50 this last August, and it's um, hard to believe, but I'm really embracing the season of life right now. I have my first grandson, and he is such a joy. He's so fun. Um, So it's been really neat seeing my first daughter and her husband go through this season of life. And um, Grace, my middle daughter, has gotten her first job as a teacher and and coaching soccer and volleyball and she's God is really blessing her and she's doing great and then I have Ava who is a junior in high school and she's probably tired of you know hearing me say I don't want you to grow up I don't want you to leave but um, the other two girls have been um, so successful and happy um, in the Lord and and so I know that Ava will too. And then my husband is Dylan, and we have been married 27 years now. And I'll talk a little bit more about him. Um, but we are doing great and, you know, really have have learned a lot, I can say, over 27 years. And so, you know, I don't want you to think that I'm just this fountain of knowledge because it's definitely taken me a lot of years to learn things that I've learned and I and I'm still learning so much we just actually finished a bible study on Ecclesiastes and um, I'm just amazed you know at what you learn every time you open the word so I I'll guess I'll start off with my story um, of how I became a Christian uh, when I was young I really 
I can remember being in church a lot. Um, as they say, every time the doors were opened, we were there. Um, but then when I became a teenager, I think it was 12 or 13, actually, uh, my dad went through a midlife crisis and, um, things, life really became tumultuous after that. And we were probably out of church more than we were in church then. And we were just kind of church hopping according to, um, you know, how he was doing. And I can tell you, you know, going in and out of church every time we would go, it was pretty emotional. And I, I was always hoping um, that God wouldn't come back that night because I knew that I wouldn't be ready. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I believed in God, and, but I always looked at him as more of, you know, God in the sky looking down on us, you know, and kind of being judgmental. Um, but then my junior year in high school, my brother and I visited First Baptist Church, which is now Venture. And at that time, Jeff Clark was the youth minister and his wife, Alicia, um, were really a godsend in my life. Um, they were wonderful role models um, for me and my brother. And... Um, I don't remember my younger sisters going with us. I guess that was because um, they were staying with my mom. But uh, Alicia just taught me so much about God's grace. And anybody that knows Alicia Clark knows that she just, you know, exudes love and grace and gentleness to everyone. And so um, that was really the start of, I guess, my knowing that you know, God was also about grace and forgiveness and love. Um, and anyway, that was close to, you know, my senior year. And then I started college. And because I didn't have a really good foundation in Christ um, and did not read God's word much back then, I really went through some pretty low times in my life through college, just trying to figure things out on my own. And around this time, too, my parents were going through their divorce. And so um, I really did not have much of a support system. And at that age, you know, you really have to choose if you're going to go to church or not. Um, and so I wasn't doing much of that. I really didn't have a community. Um, so then um, during college, I was waiting tables at Chesterfields and met my husband, Dylan, and our marriage story, you know, really would take a long, a lot longer time. We might need to set, save that for another episode. But really my advice for dating couples and even engaged couples is just don't be in a hurry. You know, like we were, just really get to know each other well and um, learn each other's love language, you know, spend a lot of time really getting to know one another and, and ask some of those hard questions and intimate questions and, um, you know, read the Bible together and even do a couple's Bible study. Um, so after Dylan and I were married several years, um, I began a Beth Moore study, and his faith was really solid growing up. Um, he was very active in his youth group and had a lot of male role models in the church. Um, even though his parents were divorced also, um, he just had a different upbringing in, in the word and he answered so many of my questions about the Bible as I began studying it. Um, and it was really um, life-changing for me. And I, and I finally figured it out. You know, I just knew that through studying the Word that I was, um, you know, starting to believe God and what He says about me and, and trusting His Word. And so on November 26th in 2000, um, I accepted Jesus as my Savior, and in my Bible it says, I'm no longer hoping, but now I know that I'm saved. And my life verse is Isaiah 54.10. It says, the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake, 
but my loving kindness will not be removed from you and my covenant of peace will not be shaken. Um, So, you know, through all of the Bible studies and discussions with Dylan and reading his word, I I just really started to understand his grace and compassion and that he wasn't just, you know, the pie in the sky looking down on me to see if I was doing good or bad that day. So that's really my story, my salvation story. Well, that is a very, very powerful testimony. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And also, congratulations on your first grandchild. We know that that Thank is you. so exciting and definitely a blessing um, in a new season of life for sure. Yes. Um, everybody, but that's so exciting. He's adorable. If you, if you ever, um, you know, if I ever get your get you for five minutes I'll, I'll start showing you pictures right away <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely be looking forward to that um but I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about um how you um became a teacher or like pretty much how you knew like that was um what you were called to do um as far as your career goes Mm-hmm. Well, when, you know, when in college, I really did not know that it was a calling at the time. I just knew that I enjoyed learning. I enjoyed, and you know, I was very curious about different topics and I loved um, studying and I was the firstborn, so I have a brother and two sisters, and, you know, when my parents were separated, I was, I spent a lot of time babysitting them, and, um, you know, they would probably tell you I was the boss around the house, Um, so I felt, you know, I like to look at it as being a natural leader, but, um, you know, it just felt, as I started studying, um, my courses at USM, it just felt, you know, obviously it was God leading me that way. But at the time, because I wasn't a Christian, I really didn't see it as a calling. I thought, oh, well, I'll just try this. And I'm just thankful that God um, had me on that path because I really love it. And um, I taught kindergarten and first grade for several years and then decided to stay home once my second daughter was born and then um, went back to teach or directing a preschool. And I just loved being around children. They are just, as you know, so pure and honest and, um, you know, they bring so much laughter. So it it was just fun. And then when um, my mother-in-law was diagnosed with cancer, we kind of had to, you know, take some evaluations on how we were going to do some life changes. And um, this, I just started praying about a different job. And I looked, I just said, God, you know, whatever you have for me, I'm going to start looking and then you open it up and whatever door you open, I'm going through. And I remember just thinking, I might just check out high school because it was Grace's senior year. And I thought how much fun it would be to be with her, her senior year. And I knew Ava would be coming soon. And there was a job opening. And anyway, long story short, um, I got it. I couldn't believe that I was going from elementary to high school. So anybody that's listening that's, you know, in the education field, they know that it's totally different. Um, but it was so rewarding. And now I actually, now that I've been at the high school for seven years, I can't imagine going back (laughs) to elementary and now I'm teaching child development. So it's just neat that, you know, God has always had this plan and I'm just thankful for every season he's, he's put me through. Oh yeah, absolutely. I actually took your child development class, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was a fun class. It was interesting. It's not easy to take care of a baby. No, (laughs) it's not. Or a baby that has one of those little keys that you have to keep in until it's crying. Yeah, some people don't handle handle it well, but I think that's kind of the intention to make sure that you know, students know they are not ready for a baby as a teenager. <laughs> Absolutely. I think um, 
So now that you say that it was your first year whenever Grace was at the high school, so that was also, that was, was that our freshman that year? That was our freshman year you were. That's that? right. Oh, that's so cool. Cause that I didn't was, realize that. Yeah, I didn't realize that till now either. I thought she had been there for like years <laughs> before uh-huh. we got there because she was our STEM teacher yep. at the time. And then, yeah. Yeah, and with, and that was my first year to teach STEM. That's why y'all didn't learn much. <laughs> I don't think we were going to learn very much, no matter who <laughs> uh, Y'all were fun. Yeah, I was going to say, not many teachers would have let us sit beside each other. No, y'all were great. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, fun times. <laughs> fun times, for sure. All right, well, we're going to kind of move into like our our um, first kind of topic of the episode, so I'm going to go ahead and let Manali take over and kind of explain that and read the next question. Okay. So we have, um, how do you balance the different roles in your life, like mother, uh, wife, and teacher, and still pursue the purpose God has given you? Well, when I was reading some of your questions that y'all had uh, messaged me, I thought this is probably the hardest question to answer because (laughs) it is definitely a balancing act. Um, And I don't know that, um, well, I know that I don't do it 100%, um, but I think that the best thing that I probably do is make sure that we all get together at least once a week around the table, eating lunch together and sharing, you know, what's going on in the upcoming week and then thinking about, you know, sharing all the good things that have happened um, in the previous week. So, you know, I really think that that Sunday lunch, you know, after church, eating together, and we try to, I try to do it at my house as much as I can, more than going out to a restaurant, so we're not, you know, too interrupted, and we can have some good conversations, and, um, but we just talk about our, our week, and, and it helps me to see what everybody's doing, where everybody's going, and, um, and then, Sunday is just a good day to just relax and get ready for the week. And, um, you know, I feel like it, it just keeps me grounded when I, when we have these little Sunday lunches together. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's awesome. Um, do you ever, I'm not to hit you with another hard question, but have you ever, had like a certain season or a certain time in your life where you felt like it was kind of hard to kind of balance those different roles? I would say yes. When the girls were really young, um, it was probably most difficult then to study God's word because, you know, it's like as soon as you think, okay, I'm going to get up early before they wake up and I'm going to go in here and have my coffee and read the Bible. And then, you know, five minutes later, you hear a little tiptoes coming down the hallway. And, um, you know, it just that that was difficult, you know, for me to have time with with God. Um, I do remember one one time um, I was pretty emotional and I was talking to our pastor and he said, you know, Alicia, God is going to honor what you give to him. And he knows that you know, you're doing your best. So whatever you give to him, he can glorify that. He can grow that. And so, you know, that was really, it was such a simple statement, but it's what I needed to hear at the time. And um, so I would say, you know, to young moms or, you know, girls that are thinking about, you know, being a mom soon, maybe they're engaged and they know that that'll be the next season is, Really just try to carve out that time, but, you know, give yourself some grace, too, and know that it's not always going to happen perfectly. You know, in the Bible, it says we can make our plans, but ultimately God makes our plans. So, um, absolutely. Um, I meant to actually ask a question about this, but um, just because one of the topics that we have um, titled in the episode is basically like, our role as a Christian woman. Uh-huh. Um, I guess how I could form the question is what, um, like for myself personally, I know that I will most likely 
one day struggle with this a lot as far as, um, you know, leadership roles. Like, obviously, um, we're taught that, like, the man, whenever you're married, is supposed to be the head of the household and sort of the leader of your family. And for someone like me, like, I, I like to kind of take initiative to things and I like to kind of be a leader on things. And so that I know that that's probably going to be something that I'll struggle with one day. Um, uh-huh. But, like, what advice would you give um, – either young girls or girls who are um, wanting to get married or or already married or whatever, what advice would you give them, I guess, on like their role as a Christian woman? How can you kind of prepare your heart for that? Um, I really feel like, and I'm, I'm, I was that way too, and that, that part of our marriage story is I really had to learn that the husband is the head of the household. And, you know, because I was a little bitter at at one point with my dad, um, you know, I just kind of held a grudge and then I would take some things out on Dylan and I would kind of act like I was the boss. And it's not good for your marriage by any means because God has made that order, you know, that he, God comes first and then your husband. Um, And so, you know, I would say, you know, as much as as wise as I know that you are and to other young ladies that, you know, are real natural leaders, you know, we can lead by being humble and building others up, you know. So when we're, you know, when we're gracious and when we're humble and, and encouraging, um, I think you know, just being self-disciplined and controlling like our bossiness or our our desire to lead. You know, I think it's always thinking of others is really what wise women do. You know, we put others before ourselves. We're not a doormat, you know, but we think of others and God blesses that. Absolutely. That's great advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. All right, we're going to move on to the next question. Okay. How did you find your community, and how has it helped you in your walk with the Lord? Well, my community really started with doing women's Bible studies at my church. Um, You know, it was just most of the time it was all women. Every now and then we would have a couple of men, but I think they learned really quickly that – they were fish out of water there. So we, um, you know, just being involved in women's Bible studies and, and volunteering together, you know, on mission trips and um, church events, you know, the more you do with others in your church, you'll, you really start to build that community. So I would say really through Bible studies and, and small groups in your church. Well, thank you for um, for sharing that. Do you think, because I'm sure you see as like a high school teacher, um, many young girls or even young guys can sort of like struggle with, with finding that community, especially outside of school. Um, uh-huh. So what advice would you, would you give to young high school girls in trying to find their community or even college girls? Because I know like um, me and Manali, like we've kind of struggled with finding like a community and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, out, you mean outside of church or outside of school? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say number one is, you know, find a church home um, because there's going to be plenty of opportunities there to, to meet other people. Um, and then, you know, to me, just taking a mission trip is is really eye-opening and you'll sometimes you end up meeting people that you would have never thought would be a good friend you know or somebody that you wouldn't have have naturally picked but um anyway because you go on these trips with people you really and you're sharing you know the same interest you really start to get to know people outside of of your, your main circle. Um, I, I tell this story to my students often. My oldest daughter, Chloe, um, was just kind of surface level friends with a girl named Madison that she went to high school with and she was actually in middle school with and maybe even elementary. Um, they've been in Hattiesburg, I think, as long as we have. And, but they were never 
close friends. They were just acquaintances. And then Chloe's freshman year, they lived, she and Madison lived on the same hall in the dorm room. And they ended up getting to know each other a lot better just by doing some of these activities through Lucky Day and and the dorm life things. And um, she ended up being a bridesmaid in her wedding. You know, so it's sometimes it's it's just people that you typically wouldn't pick, you know. So I would say, you know, just try to get out of your comfort zone and 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 try to meet different kinds of people. Absolutely. That's great advice. Mm-hmm. You want to read the next one? Yeah. So for our next one, we have um, what relationship advice can you give to couples who are engaged or married? All right. So my main thing is spend more time together. I think once you are married and especially after children, you really, your attention gets pulled, you know, in a million different directions. So I would say, you know, especially to new, newly married, just, just, just spend as much time together as you can, you know, find a hobby that you both enjoy um, you know, read the Bible together, you know, just pick a book and maybe get a study guide that goes along with that and and just, you know, learn learn about each other and how, how you interpret the scripture and it, it's really going to grow your relationship. Um, you know, spend time with other couples that are Christians also and, and, you know, have the same interest in mind. Um, you know, for engaged, I would say, you know, just take your time and, you know, enjoy the process because you're going to hopefully be married for the rest of your life. That is the goal. And so, you know, just enjoy dating and really getting getting to know one another. Um, and I think, you know, just... Whenever you are spending time with God, you know, and just recognizing all that he's doing in your life, that it, it helps you to be ready for what he's going to do in the future. Absolutely. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> we were trying to figure out. I can't remember if this was your answer in the beginning because I know you had mentioned it. But another question that we had on here was, what relationship advice can you give to high school and college girls um, listening? I know you had mentioned it earlier, I think, but I didn't know if you wanted to add something else or if that, that was it. Well, I would say, you know, for high school girls especially, you know, just – Know who you are in Christ and and just I wish I would have known that in high school and even college. You know, I, I've, it wasn't until after I became a Christian um, that I took freedom in Christ. Have y'all ever heard of that freedom in Christ book? And it's actually a course at our school at our church. Um, but there's freedom in Christ. Mississippi too that's a website if anybody wants to check that out but it was just so eye-opening for me and um, just helped me to see my identity in him and not in other people and um, and that comes with age too you know you begin to care a little less about you know what others think about you and more about what he thinks about you so I would just say, you know, find who you are in Christ, write those scriptures out and, you know, put them on your mirror, put them on your dashboard in your car, you know, spend, um, spend time, you know, listening to music that is encouraging and uplifting. And, and um, I think that the more you focus on him, the less that others think about you is is it's less important I just know so many high school girls you know really worry about what everybody thinks I look like or <laughs> what am I wearing or you know is she talking about me or 
you know, it's just, it's really, it's a tough time. So I think having, you know, believing who you are in Christ really helps you to have a stronger self-esteem. Yeah, for sure. Because we've been there. <laughs> we've been right. There. Yeah, Manali and I have talked about like if we could go back and you know talk to our high school selves, like how how different it would be if we had the attitudes that we have now and know, right. know what we know now. Like it would be so different. Like we would have carried ourselves like even so differently in high school mm-hmm. had we um, really been secure in who we were with with Christ. So yeah. And I think that comes up. Well, first of all, I think that y'all did a great job of, um, staying in your ground, but I also know that, you know, it's, I think that's for a lot, the same for a lot of people, but, um, you know, just resting in him and knowing that, you know, your, your circumstances really, don't always define you, you know, it's, it's him and his, his goodness and, and he works everything out in the waiting, you know, you just have to recognize that, that he is, um, in control and he has a plan and it's not always how we would have it. Um, but we need to make sure that we understand that and ask him, you know, keep us in your will and, and help us to see the see the plan for our lives through him for sure yeah. that is that's great advice agreed do you have anything else that you want to ask or? oh I was going to ask um so you've mentioned like uh getting involved in with devotionals like as a couple and just outside of uh, relationships and being single do you have any recommendations for like books or devotionals that you would recommend like for couples or single um well Probably the best one is Love and Respect. Um, it is, I wish I could, I think it's Egrets, um, E-G-G-E-R-I-C-H-S, I think, is the la- is the author. Um, but Love and Respect, um, and I'll basically. I'll link all of this down in the description for anybody listening. Oh, I, good. I know you, I know you um, talked about the, is it the Freedom Freedom in, Christ. Freedom in Christ. Uh-huh. I'll link that and then the Love and Respect book and whatever else that you mentioned. Yes. Um, so, you know, in a nutshell, you know, women want to be loved and men want to be respected. And that um, that book just helps you to find practical ways to do both of those things um, in a relationship. And then... Um, there's an old book that just talks about um, the Beatitudes. And I would say, you know, if you're both reading that together or even a single person, you know, just reading that on their own. Um, I can't think of the author of that, but it's I can look it the, up. I want to say it's, um, um, maybe it's even titled the Be Happy Attitudes. It's an older book, but, you know, it just, it helps you to, you know, have a more positive attitude that can, can really help you to help others. <laughs> okay, awesome. We'll definitely have to check those out and link those for anybody that's interested in um, reading any of those. Yeah, good resources yes. to have. Um, I love reading. There's so many um, books up. I'll even text you some more when I when we get sure. off the phone. Yeah, anything you find, just let me know, and I'll link them all in the description. Okay. Um, this is the last question that we have, and I forgot to mention it to you, but we actually on our Instagram did, like, this question thing where we asked anybody – um who was like looking at the story if they had any questions that they would want to ask you and we did have um one person respond and the question is kind of it's kind of broad but I think I know what they might have been getting at but the question was how do you deal with anger and resentment so I guess that could go both ways how do you deal with anger and resentment as um someone who is single who maybe you've been hurt before or um or you've hurt someone before how do you deal with anger and resentment there or in a relationship if you're in a relationship with somebody and they make you angry and you are and they're resentful of you or you're resentful of them like how do you kind of deal with that I guess 
Yeah, that's um, that's a tough one because, you know, I will say that I have been so guilty of, you know, um, being defensive, you know, if somebody gets mad at me or if I get angry, you know, um, you know, wanting to defend myself really quickly. And, um, you know, I would say just to try to remain calm and controlled, you know, self-control um, is a fruit of the spirit. So we need to learn how to control our own emotions um, so it can bring a peaceful resolution to our conflict. Um, you know, in Proverbs, I think it's Proverbs 15 says, you know, a gentle answer turns away wrath. And so just your gentleness and a quiet nature, you know, it's what God calls for us as women. Um, and let me say, I'm not always 100% on this. You know, I try. It's always, a, it's still a learning process for me as well. Um, because I just want, you know, I want, I want everybody, you know, to know that we're always going to be angry. You know, God gave us that emotion, but it's how we keep from sinning in our anger. That's important. Um, so, you know, the first thing I would say is really just take a deep breath and count to 10, you know, and think I've got to calm down and then, you know, really figure out, you know, why is this causing me to be so angry? Um, and it might be that you need to take a break from that person for a little while and just say, you know, you don't want to say anything that you'll regret. So you want to make sure that you let them know if, that you care about them. Because if they didn't make you that angry, if you didn't care about them, they probably wouldn't make, make you that angry. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're, I would say, you know, I really care about you, but right now when we're when we're angry we're not going to get anything settled so we just need to take a time out and and make it make a day like let's let's talk about this in two days and then you know prayerfully go over the situation ask ask God to to really humble you and to see what's causing the anger um that Does that is. answer the question? Yeah, that's really good advice. Me and Manal are like shaking our heads over here because you're giving us really good advice. Because that's something I think a lot of um, dating couples like even struggle with is like you know definitely like obviously arguments spark up and it's like how when you're so young and you're trying to figure out like you know you're not married yet but you're still dating like how how you navigate those those fights and stuff. And that's really, really good advice for, for that. Too. Well, and another thing that Alicia Clark told me one time, um, and this is more for married couples, but you know, you could figure out how to do it for a dating couple. But she said um, that she would tie, a, I think it was a red ribbon on the doorknob of the, the front door of the house. And Jeff just kind of knew, okay, it's been a bad day. You know, it was like a signal for him to know I need to come in a little more and be a little more sensitive today. Isn't that funny? I mean, just, it was like just a little sign for him. Um, you know, Dylan and I don't have that yet. We have not come up with a sign. I just kind of come out and say, I've had a bad day. <laughs> um, but I think just, you know, being really honest, but, you know, trying to calm yourself and, and speak gently and let them know, you know, that they are important, but you're not going to get anything resolved when you're both heated, you know? Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to go put a red ribbon on my door. So maybe, maybe my dad will stop coming and let my dad know that I've had a bad day. Right. <laughs> that is funny. That's, that's good advice, though. It really is. Yeah, I would say guys really need, need it spelled out in that, is, in that, that way. That is very true. That's a big difference between guys and girls is guys like they they just they really don't know like they really really don't unless you tell them they really that's right 
They want to know exactly what they want you to tell you exactly what you need from them. Yeah, that's very true. Um, well, that pretty much wraps up all of our questions. So I guess we'll go ahead and kind of wrap it up here. Unless you have, um, is there anything um, that you just want to kind of say as like final thoughts or whatever? Well, I would just love to pray for you and any listeners that um, are listening before we get off. We would love that. <laughs> All right. Dear Lord, thank you so much for um, creating these young ladies and their passion um, to share their faith. And and um, I just thank you that you've given um, them this plan. And I pray that you will multiply it. And for any young girls that are listening, Lord, that you help them to find their identity in Christ and you alone. And we know that... Um, you know, you give us so much wisdom if if we just go to you and, and seek it through your word. So help us to cherish your word, cherish the Bible and all that you've taught us through it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Wow, that was um, some really good advice for Miss Sanders. We went ahead and cut the audio off after the prayer just because we all had some chit chat and like catching up to do and that was that's been so awesome such good advice um yes for sure but yeah um so pretty much what we wanted to do right now is just share kind of what we did last time how God has been working in our lives obviously without sharing too much information like what things is he can we see him working in or are we in a dry season like just kind of like whatever but do you want to go first or do you want me to yeah I can go first okay um something it's just very ironic that it loops back around but mm-hmm. um around this time last year is when God was kind of trying to teach me to be still and know and um that has looped back around to um, <laughs> me being reminded of uh, what it means to be still and know as I'm um, getting caught up in my own knowledge and what I think is right um, and just trying to take control over my schoolwork and just my life in general, just being humbled by God and that He is the one that knows and that I'm the one that's supposed to be still while He does what He does best. That's a good way to look at it. He's the one that knows, and you just have to be still. (laughs) He tells you what to do. Um, No, that's awesome. I think, for me personally, I've had pretty, pretty big, multiple life changes within the last like month or so. But God has been, oh, he's been so good too. At the same time, Um, and this episode was more centered around like community and stuff. And I've really been feeling like a pool. Like I really want to get rooted in a good Christian community and um, just like a church family and everything. And I have been praying about it really for a long time. And the other day, um, there was a girl that had come into the place that I work at and she actually goes to the church that I was thinking about kind of taking that that step towards and so of course um, me and her ended up talking and she invited me to to come on that following Wednesday night which was actually this past Wednesday and I've been praying God like if this is where you want me like please like make it clear like I, I I'm I'm very doubtful like I'm sure a lot of uh, others are but I have to have like I'm constantly like God make it clear make it clear like send me another sign like <laughs> I just kind of keep on but um Anyway, so I ended up going on that Wednesday night, and I was so nervous. I literally don't know, like, anybody at this church, and I just was, I was really feeling nervous. I almost backed out, like, five times. Like, I didn't, didn't want to go, and so pulling to the parking lot, I'm like, no, I want to pull back out. Like, I almost reversed. I really did not want to go in, and so I said, I just prayed before, and I said, God, just be with me as I walk in the church and just calm my nerves, and so I went inside, um, immediately saw the girl that, I met up with and we talked and then I am not even kidding I guess maybe when I you know whoever had my information maybe they just gave it to the whole church I don't know (laughs) I'm just kidding not really but it seemed that way because as soon as I went in there I had the pastor's wife come up to me she's like are you Hannah Phipps and I was like yeah (laughs) and so then we got to talking turns out you know we've known each other for a little bit and we actually live in the same neighborhood and then um then I went upstairs, and then another person came up to me, and they're like, are you Hannah Phipps? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and um, 
But anyways, and then finally, after I got to know a lot of the people that were college age and stuff, I had the, the senior pastor come up to me, and he said, um, are you, of course, are you Hannah? Like, that was like four people that asked me that, and I was like, yes, sir, and he said, well, listen, I, um, you know, got all your information, and, you know, I heard you speaking to a few people, and he said, I just want to let you know that we've really been needing somebody to, um, kind of like lead our high school and middle school girls and um we've really been needing that and you're you're an answered prayer to us and I just kind of like felt I don't know like just kind of I wanted to get like emotional because I was like they're my answered prayer because I had been praying for community I had been praying for purpose and just something to do and I just I just thought it was awesome because that really just kind of confirmed in my heart like this is where like God's confirming like this is where you're supposed to be and then even when I left, though, like, I still was kind of overwhelmed. I was like, ah, oh, God, like, let me know for sure. Like, this is where I'm supposed to go. And then actually tonight I got a text from um, the pastor's wife, and it was a mom of one of the little girls. That, I say little girl. She's, like, eighth grade, something like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls there, and um, I guess the little girl went home because – me and her sat together because it was her first time coming there and I was like oh hey it's my first time too like I'm glad I'm not the only one she's in like eighth grade in college (laughs) and um I guess the girl was really happy to like have a friend and said that um I was somebody that they they saw Jesus in me and like that is when you get older like you don't care about if people call you pretty you don't care about any of that but that kind of compliment really kind of like kind of hits your soul a little bit you're like wow mm-hmm. like I feel like a terrible Christian and things like that really like remind you of of God's goodness but I say that just to for anybody who worries about like stepping out of your comfort zone if you're wanting to get in community or you want to get involved in something like just go and more times than not they're probably going to wrap their arms around you and it's going to be amazing and so that's just kind of how God has been working in my life personally and yeah but I just encourage anybody who wants to do something big or you want to get involved with something like just go even if you have to go by yourself like just just go (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah do you have anything else that you want to add all right well we'll go ahead and wrap this up here and thank you guys so much for listening bye bye Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys.